You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover. California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. Good evening, fuckos. I have an awesome episode for you guys tonight. Archer Unfiltered is back, and uh, this is going to be episode one of season three. Uh, I haven't fucked around with a new theme song yet. I have a couple in mind, but... You guys know what's going to happen. I'm going to fuck around with the theme song and we're just going to go right back to the fucking old school, rapey, uh, Silence of the Lambs songs anyway. So I might just keep it at that. So season one, episode three, guys. Uh, special guest tonight is Mark Rubio. Um, Vegas senior pro or Vegas championship open senior class uh, winner. And... Um, we really get into it tonight. Mark is super cool. The dude does not hold anything back. Tells you everything. And breaks it down in such a way that even a guy like me <laughs> is able to process everything. Uh, so cool talking to Mark tonight, man. Like, the way he breaks shit down gets me super fired up to go shoot my bow. Um, which I have been doing, people. So, uh pretty cool stuff i think you guys some of you guys may have seen i posted online i'm shooting like a you know i'm practicing with some hinges um playing with a b what do they call it b3 pro and playing with a scott ascent that um has been modified via scott bomar um scott does some really cool stuff with the head he was machined his own head for the uh scott ascent which makes it smooth makes it i mean the release is smooth already but what Scott does makes it just a little more buttery smooth. Um, he does some work to the hook to, um, what they call it, reduce the torque on the uh, string and D loop. So a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, the Scott Ascent isn't mine. It's my buddy Darren's. So in the end, I'm going to keep practicing with my uh, my B3 release that I got. It's fun shooting a hinge, people. I got to say, I still suck at it, but, you know, put put the work in, damn it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys are all doing great. Um, Let me see. What do we got going on? This weekend uh, is the uh, USA Archery for, uh, USA Archery Indoor Event for Sacramento, or I'm sorry, for California, it's going to be in Sacramento. Uh, at the Discovery, wait, not Discovery Park, near Discovery Park, it's going to be an airplane hangar. Um, then on Sunday, there's going to be, uh, we have Spenceville, which I think is Cougar Mountain. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. If you guys are in California, uh, check out, you know, just go on Facebook, look at the, your local events. Um, CBHSAA has a calendar section with an events listing where you can see all the events that are coming up in our local area. 
um, that event will be listed there. And that when I was competing heavy, I would just go to that CBHSAA events page, and they have you know all the you know all the events that are going down. I used to just fill my calendar based off of that. This week I'm doing this. Next week I'm doing that. You know, and uh, I'll be back there soon. I'll be back to that attitude soon. But you know, as of right now, I gotta somehow find a way to brainwash my daughter into loving archery. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hey, archery and filtered is still here. How about that? I feel like uh, do you guys remember in that movie Demolition Man? They have something called the fast food revolution, and the only one that survives is Taco Bell. I believe that I am that Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little grandiose. I think uh, competition archery media might be the Taco Bell, and I might be the people that live underground. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, our buddy Mark, you know, awesome dude, awesome dude, and uh, it's so cool talking to him because I I be, get reminded of you know my old the I might say old but my coach. And, uh, and it's just good memories. You know what I mean? And all, you know, Mark, uh, pretty much everyone I have on this show inspires me one way or another to shoot and practice and do better. Uh, I hope that they do the same for you. And, you know, if not, I'll try to give you guys some, some motivational words to, to push in and get you going a little further. Um, so yeah, yeah, onward, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. So I'll just let you guys listen to the show, okay? Um, real quick, show's brought to you guys uh, by Carbon Craft Stabilizers. I am flush with Carbon Craft Stabilizers right now. Got some for my hunting bow. Got some for my target bow. Absolutely love this bar. They are damp. They are stiff. They are light. They're everything you need in a stabilizer. Um... They come at a working man's price, and you can order them from my friend Brian Webb down at Impact Archery in Fresno, or you can place an order with my friend Rudy Sandoval at West Coast Archery in Petaluma. Uh, you guys can Google those phone numbers if you are so inclined. Um, the show is also brought to you by DMB, or I should just say DB Custom Coatings. My friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, they Sarah Cope Bows. They make them look freaking sick. Um, Darren's a master at doing the American flag bow. He also did Casey Caulfield's bow that you saw her shooting the, uh, I believe it was blue and black uh, bow that she shot at the Lancaster Classic. Darren, he does some bows for some names, man. So it's pretty cool. I think he did work for Chris Schaff also, but not a bow. I think he... He did like inserts or outserts for uh, Khrushchev. So anyway, um, pretty cool. DB Custom Coatings. Check them out. They Saracote bows. Um, please don't expect it to be for free. Okay? Like they do actually charge for this service. It's a lot of work to Saracote a bow. The bow's got to be stripped down, media blasted, and then uh, Saracoted in the end, which all takes time and money. So please don't try to... <laughs> Please don't try to haggle and think you're going to get a free Saracoding from Darren, okay? It's how the dude makes money. All right, enough of that. You guys, enjoy the episode, okay? All right.
Love you all. We'll talk to you soon. Listen to Mark Rubio. All right. I'm here with Mark Rubio, Vegas champ. How's it going, Mark? It's going good, Wendell. It's going good. (laughs) Dude, I was so jazzed to see you do so well in Vegas. um, The interview you did with Competition Archery Media was really awesome. You're such a humble dude, man. Even even right in the face of victory, you're such a humble guy. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I I I was in shock to be honest with you. It was more <laughs> of, of along the lines of you know just the fact that it actually happened. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah that that was something. I'll tell you. I, I know I'll never forget it. That's for darn sure. <laughs> so for everybody listening, Mark won uh, Vegas senior pro class, and he won it outright. No need to shoot off with, you know, any of these other guys because he just shot the highest score outright. Um, man, way to go, Mark! Uh, shot phenomenal. I, 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 I had a good, I had a really good weekend again. Yes, I did. <laughs> it, it was crazy. My wife was asking me like, "Oh, do you wish you went? Like, do you wish you went to Vegas? Do you, could you have?" done what mark did and i was like no <laughs> no i don't think i could have <laughs> not, oh. not even by a long shot <laughs> no I, I think that you know it because um, it all was it all was from practice i mean i've been practicing with you guys you're shooting with you at the at these little you know tournaments that we have that we've gone to fresno and uh you know pacifica and uh over in petaluma for alan shooting the beginning and then of course uh-huh. Finish it, finishing it off with pod shoot uh, <clears throat> there at Wilderness. But, you know, all of those were, were practice. I mean, that's what it was. And being in those situations and shoot-off situations with, with you guys is what I think helped me a lot. Oh, um, well, that's awesome. Just to, just, to get to, just to try to figure out how to deal with the damn nerves because I'll that, tell you, there's there's a lot of them. That, so that's the thing. That's the thing that I was trying to explain to my wife is that yeah, it's it's one thing to say, uh, oh, you know, yeah, Mark shot it. Can I do it? And the reason why I say no is because the well, first you're shooting against a bunch of giants just right in, in the beginning, championship class, right? And yep. then you when you hit your your first 300, now you have that added pressure to do it again. And then you're also so after day 2, you were sitting tied for first, and I, I think he was tied for first with Tim Otis. I was, yes. So, uh, to me, that's like the the pressure is like exponentially stacked on you. After that, it was like, oh my god, like you're in this spot now, you know, and and then the pressure is, you know, oh my god, if I if if I miss or if something happens, doesn't go my way, if I have a momentary lapse of focus. You can see where one point down puts you on that list yep. of guys. It's huge. It's huge. It's like one one mistake doesn't drop you one place. It drops you every, several places easily. Yep. And so uh, I love Tim Otis. He's one of the nicest dudes. He, you know, I feel like if he was a Northern California guy, he would be hanging out with us. You know. Yeah. No. He. I. 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 I didn't get to talk to him a whole lot. Um. You know, we talked a little bit on the line, and uh, like the uh, the day before, uh, I'd see I or I guess it was what day was it? I guess it must have been Saturday. 
<clears throat> it was when I met him, I shook his hand the first time because I heard that he'd shot well, and him and I were sitting, you know, on top. So I, I found him and shook his hand. And, uh, oh, I know what it was. We, we shot in the $10,000 shoot-off. That's what it was. We were down there in the $10,000 shoot-off on Saturday because we both shot 300. So that's when I, I shook his hand. And it's funny because he's like, wait, are you Wendell's friend? And I kind of giggled, and he goes, "Are you that? Are you that same Mark Rubio that Wendell talks about on his podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm afraid so. Sorry." That's so cool. I do talk about you a lot, Mark, and you know, I, I think for people that um, you know that don't really know us, a, a lot of it comes from, uh, you know, I always say Emerson was my mentor, but the guy that he looked up to was you. So now that Emerson doesn't shoot anymore, you were like, uh, you know. Kind of like the guy that, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't know, like who who did Buddha pray to? You know what I mean? Like who's the guy? Who's the guy above the dude you follow? You know? Or it's like um, I always used to refer to it as uh, like jujitsu guys. They always try to link their lineage back to the first Gracie guy that did jujitsu, and and uh, that's you know kind of how it is. It's like you're kind of like my role model now that Emerson's gone. So it well, is very cool. You know. Thank you. I guess. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm just having a good time. I'm just trying to just <laughs> have a good time, dude. There's so much to that, though. I, I've been talking to Elliot Peters about this too. We talk about we, we don't talk about Archie. We talk about you, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where we're, we're like, dude, the guy is okay. So we'll get back to the Vegas thing in just one second. But you're always shooting, Mark. Like th- this is one of the strengths I think to you as an archer is you're always throwing your hat in the ring you know what I mean I think this lends to your mindset also which is like you've told me in the past yeah you take your lumps you know uh but it's not even a matter of taking lumps you just you're always ready to go out there and compete well yeah (laughs) yeah I mean why not why what why why wouldn't I I mean I I I want to. I enjoy uh-huh. it, right? And I'm not. I'm. I'm not afraid to put myself out there. That's for sure. I think that's I'm, what it is. I think a lot of people are scared sometimes and feel the need to protect their ego or, uh, you, you know, I, I'm guilty of it. I, I've done it. I, I continue to do it from time to time. But I mean, uh, you know what I mean? It, where does that come from, Mark? Is that just your love for competing? Uh, it probably is, but then again, I have, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't know what the word is, but uh, I mean, I'm just not afraid to to be out there. And I mean, if I fail, I fail. So mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn from that failure and figure out how to do it better the next time. Right. Right. I. You know, and that, but that that goes hand. That goes not just with archery. That's just life in general. You know, you just you you do stuff. You know, whether it be your work or your your passions or your hobbies or whatever, you know, it's, it's like if you talk to any of the guys that are out there hunting, uh-huh. right? For instance, we'll, we'll revert back to hunting. How many guys have gone on stocks on a, on an animal that they're looking to get and they failed to get that animal? Right. Does that mean they quit and don't ever do it again? Right. No, it drives their passion to go, you know what? I got to figure out what I did wrong on that stock so that I can do it better next time so that I can, finish what my intent was which was to take and harvest that animal yeah 
And I mean, and, it, and it's the same thing, I think. I mean, maybe maybe I just, I'm, I'm, I have a better way of turning that into the competition side of things where I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to do this thing. And if it doesn't work out, it's not going to be the end of the world. Right. I'm just going to, I'm going to figure out what I did wrong and try to fix it that, and see, make it better for next time. That's so interesting to me because I used to have that mindset, but it was for when we were doing good. Like if I know you've had, you got a handful of wins in your belt. So that's why I say we back when I used to win stuff, the second something was won, it was kind of like, okay, well on to the next thing. You know what I mean? I'll take what I learned from this and, and, apply it to the next thing and it's really no you know skin off my ass either way you know if that makes sense and i feel like you just you harness any i don't know like ego damage i guess maybe that's part of it i i've said many a times i think ego is like the biggest enemy to getting good at archery and it just seems like i don't know seems like you don't let it bother you or you don't let your ego mess with your game at all well, what the, what, what, I mean, really, I, <laughs> I don't really, I don't know what it sounds like, but I don't really care what other people think uh-huh. if I'm doing bad at something. Right. That's, I'm doing bad at it. Okay. Yeah, so but, what? But do you care? Gonna, if, would they think that you do good at stuff <laughs> when you do good at stuff? Well, but I think that's more me. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm very happy with myself when I succeed, mm-hmm. you know, and, don't get me wrong. It's great when I get congratulations and, you know, great job from people. Uh-huh. You know, that feels good. That, that feels good to anybody. I mean, that's, you know, when somebody thanks you for something that you did for them, that always feels good. Or when you, you know, when you succeed at something and somebody recognizes that and says something to you, that always feels good. But really, I, for me, I'm looking inside going, I, you know, I did it. Yeah. I did it. You know, I somehow figured out how to do it and I did it. And I still, like I said, I, you know, even with the Vegas thing, which still, I, I still think about that on days and I'll be like, wow, how the hell did I do that? Because (laughs) it was, you know, all about staying focused. And I mean, I was, I was exhausted. I was, my body was like beat and, and sore for like days after I came back from Vegas. After Sunday? After Sunday. Yeah. Like, my body was so exhausted, and my, like, I felt like I was just sore. Like, <laughs> like I had just climbed a mountain, and, you know, I was, I'd been hunting for a week, <laughs> so I was just, like, beat up, and, like, my body was exhausted, and I'm sore, because I think it was, I was so focused on what I was trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, when it came to the shooting part. I had to sit there and just really focus and work the program, do the program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've said that about Vegas and Reading is those are two events, uh, you know, and a, a bunch of the big events. I come away from those feeling like I've aged like months <laughs> in that small amount of time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exhausting. I mean, you know, that first, you know, just like at Vegas that first day, you know, I shot a 299. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was a little bit discouraged because my goal, like, you know, they always talk about you read and you listen to Lanny Basham or you, you talk to any of the people that, that have success, right, that they set goals, right? So you have a goal and you, you try to achieve that goal, but you always have another goal after you finish that goal. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep, you have to just keep building on what you're trying to build on. Right. So like when I, when I went to Vegas, I think I even told you this, my goal, my first goal when I got to Vegas was I'm going to shoot a 300. Mm-hmm. That was my first goal. So after the first day I shot a 299. So I didn't reach, I didn't meet my goal. Uh-huh. Right. So I was like, okay, well that sucked. I didn't meet my goal. So I need to rethink this, figure out how I'm going to make sure that I reach that on Saturday. So Saturday was a new day. And, you know, I happened to be on the same bail with the same guys from the first day. Um, good group of guys. And uh, somehow I just managed to stay focused. Every arrow was its own arrow. Every shot was its own shot. And just work my way through the end and then go down and score and kept doing that. And lo and behold, at the end, I ended up shooting a 300. Was there- so I was like, great. Was your last arrow tough at all on on day two when you were getting close to the three hundred? Was it start? Could you feel it like starting to get closer and closer to the end? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, <laughs> it, it, there was actually a little. There was more of a little hiccup in the middle, around about this. I think it was like the seventh end. Uh huh. And uh, that I was because up to that point I was my X count was doing really well. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the seventh end, and. Uh, it got a little bit in my head, kind of realized where I was at. So I kind of, I think I shot three tens or something like that. Uh-huh. So it, it, it kind of, then I had to rethink and resettle and tell myself to focus again, you know, do the program, quit worrying about it. Just shoot your shot. You know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Work your, per, you know, cause yep. I have a, I don't have a mantra. Like that, I was about to ask what, what, what's the, you know, I know you've taken the shot IQ class, or you know, you've looked it over. But you know, I'm wondering, do you, what's your program? Do you have a mantra? Or I, I don't have a. I don't know that it's a mantra, but I I did something that 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 Tommy Daly kind of set me it on way a while back. Was See, he is th- it Tommy Daly Senior? Tommy Daly Junior. Okay. So it, like he had said it, it. I think he said that what he worded it was that the mind needs about seven seconds to refocus. Mm-hmm. Like so, you need seven seconds to kind of clear your clear your mind and get whatever was on your mind out of your mind and get back to where you want to be. Interesting. So, a lot of times, what I do, well, it's not a lot of times; it's, it's part of my program. Is I step up to the line, and I'll watch like now, you know, with Vegas, there's two minutes to shoot, right? So mm-hmm. I'll step up to the line at ten seconds. You know, you have ten seconds, and it's counting down. I'll look up and I'll see the clock, and when it hits about six or five. You know, two two oh five, two oh six, because it's counting down before the buzzer goes off to when you can shoot. I'll start counting in my head, and I'll count to seven. But when I get to five, is when I hook my D loop, and when I hit seven, it's when I'm coming to full draw. Mm, gotcha. So that's like my that's like my set setup, so to speak, in my head to get my brain focused on what I need to do. Uh huh. And then I'm coming to full draw. Now I'm at full draw, find my anchor point, bring my head down into my peep or, you know, kind of bring everything up into my peep. Mm-hmm. And then all I think about is, you know, where's my tunnel, which basically is, that's, that's the term I use. Where's my tunnel, which is the, the peep aligned with the scope, aligned with the, the target, right? Get everything lined up. Where's my tunnel? I got my tunnel. Once that's there, then it's just, I'm thinking aim and pull. 
because I'll say aim, and in my head I'm saying aim, and then I'm just pulling. Right. And and then that pulling is pulling, and since I'm working a hinge, it's just coming around, and as long as everything stays, you know, semi smooth, mm-hmm. it should go off, and there won't be an issue. But now, if for some reason that something looks off, say my my tunnel gets a little bit out of whack, so now my peep and my my sight picture is not the same, then it might it might slow up my release where I got to try to re- reset it. But then, of course, if it goes too long, I'm better off just letting down and starting over again. Uh-huh. And I and, and when I do that, it's the whole thing again. Count to seven, you know, I'm cooking to five. On five, I'm cooking up. Seven, I'm at full draw. So, Mark, if you put it down. Do you do you, that? You'll count yourself seven to refocus. Yes. Reset, and then start over, like you said, and then it, you know, on your countdown, yep. you start to, you know, start to. Or I, I don't want to say execute, but you start executing your plan of, of getting you know getting the bow back and. Yes, that's like if I have to let down. Yeah, if I let down, I I let down. I usually take a few breaths mm-hmm. before I even start counting. You know, I'll let down. Take a couple of deep breaths just to make sure that you know I get enough oxygen back in my system again, and uh, and then and then I'll start counting again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, you, you're shooting your um, your hinge release with no click, right? No click. No yep. click. So no click. when you're up there going after you get to your tunnel and you you know you let your thumb off the peg and you're you're just aiming and pulling, I'd imagine that release movement. Is just the you know as far as pulling goes, you're just letting that thing, you know, letting your hand rotate as you go as you're pulling in the back, and you're not stop, you know, or what's the word? Yep. Yeah, you're not trying yeah. to anticipate, hang up, or or no nope. anticipate. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it as as smooth a transition as possible, so that it just it kind of rolls through. I mean, I'm not actively rolling my hand, uh-huh. but I do re- I do relax once I get once I get my hand in acre and I'm off the peg. Mm-hmm. My hand relaxes so that it, you know, lets that release sink into my fingers. And then I'm just, you know, my back muscles are coming around. So it's helping rotate that release around and off it goes. Nice. Nice. So you, you, so you shoot it like relaxing, like uh, relaxing your index finger chain a little it's, bit? It's, yeah, I guess. It, am I really, yeah, but it's not a complete relaxation of the right. index finger to, to let it go. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the whole hand kind of relaxes like. I think it was uh, Jesse Broadwater said it once before. It's kind of like hanging off a monkey bar, just off your just <laughs> off your fingers, where you just kind of hang, just kind of hang there, and your fingers just kind of stretch out. That's a, you know that, dude, Mark. That's what em- Emerson used to tell me the same thing. He'd say it's hanging yeah. from a, a door frame. Yeah, just just <laughs> hanging from a monkey bar. Just let your hand kind of it flattens out, and your fingers just kind of sink into that release, uh-huh. so that everything's kind of there, and it's just natural so you're just your hands kind of in a natural position it's the jujitsu lineage i'm telling you (laughs) 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 all right mark so it's day two you you beat off the or uh, you beat back the um we'll say seventh middle end demons and then finish the round out it was your 10th end hectic at all like what did you tell you because i know for myself no, t- the, the the 10th the tenth end was fine because i was i had already gone through the little hectic part uh-huh. at seven so i had refocused myself and i was just focused on the middle you were dialed just, you were dialed in at i that was point. i was in i was just i had my shot sequence was going it was 
I had a my my program was working, so it was just just take it to the end. That's basically what I was like. Well, it's working. Let's just keep rolling with it. Or don't change a thing. Just keep on doing. <laughs> That's amazing, man. <laughs> the last three. I mean, if, even if I can get over a hurdle, the last three will normally. I'll have to do some mental fuckery. <laughs> to, I'll have to <laughs> convince myself of some shit to make it go smooth. <laughs> but. I, and that's the other thing. I, you know, I can say all this stuff, but I wasn't there. I wasn't in Vegas, and I wasn't shooting under the pressure. I mean, you know, here we are talking about shooting your 300 round, but you're in the, the arena, first off. Yep. You got the lights on you. You got all these other big dogs walking around you, you know? It's just all that stuff is like incremental um, additions to pressure. It's like I, I think of it like 5% here and 10% there. And then before you know it, you're on the line and you're sitting with like 80% more <laughs> like <laughs> pressure and tension that you didn't even you're like, Oh shit, this isn't at home. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, I, I did notice that I was not at home. That's for sure. <laughs> I was not, I was not at home. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, it, but at the end, like I said, on this, the second day, it was once I got through it, I realized I'm like, okay, cool. We, we got that. We took care of that. Now let's see. You know, then I can see because you know, just like you guys were watching at home, those of you that were, uh-huh. we're we're getting that we're getting, we're looking at the same thing on our phones because the, you know, the apps are, are loading and like on the first day, and the second day with my group, I was shooting, uh, you know, I had, uh, like I was I was with uh, Jeremy Beard and uh, I can't think of all the names uh, of all the guys. And we were on one end, and like Tim Gillingham was near nearby. He was in a, he was on the bale next to us, mm-hmm. and but like but like Tim Tim uh, Addison, you know um, the other guys, Randy Morocco, and uh, uh, you know Keith Trail. All these other guys, they're all spread out down there. And Bill Drake, you know, they're they're spread out further down from mm-hmm. us, so we you know we can't see what they're doing. So we just know what we're doing at our end. Right. So, but that's why I say it was nice with having the, you know, you could see on the app where you were. Of course, now, mind you, I was not looking at the app while I was shooting. (laughs) That was only at the end. That was only at the end. I was not keeping track of because that would have been stupid to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Because then I would really see, ooh, look where I'm at. This is really great. No, Uh, you don't want to do that. That, Oh, shit. You don't want to do that. You got too much going on in your brain. You don't need to be looking at that kind of stuff. Right. So thankfully, I was able to keep myself from looking at that. So what? what Actually, what I did was I, I took my phone completely out of my pocket and I put it on the table <laughs> underneath my coat so that I wouldn't even look at him the whole time. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. I didn't want to have that. Just oh well, let's just see where we're at. You know, I didn't even want to do that. Didn't even want to do that. So Saturday night. What, like what's going on in your head Saturday night? I imagine you go and you look at the scores, or did you look at it on your phone at at once? Well, I did. No, after after I was done shooting, then we looked and we knew where. Then I knew where I was, and I went down and I met Tim. That that's when I met him and congratulated him on shooting three hundred that day. Him and I did, and uh, and that put us in tied for first, right? So I mean, he had me on X's, but it doesn't really matter because they're they're counting the you know the whole score as opposed to the X's right. until. You know, especially in the top end, they get to have a shoot-off anyway. So so we were tied. So we knew. I was like, well, I'll definitely be shooting on the bail with him tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know, on, a sun- on Sunday. I was like, cool. That, that's going to 
making things interesting because now I'm shooting against him. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and I, and, and then I had Randy Morocco was on our target and, uh, all the guys that we had on our target. Uh So it was Randy, Tim, myself, and, uh, see, I don't know all these guys. Like I said, these guys are, this is like the first time that I've met them. I can't even (laughs) think of all their names right now. Um, but, uh, you know, we're all on the top bail. I mean, yeah. we're all like right there. So it's Tim and I right. tied for first. And then, uh, and I know all- Bill Drake was, in, was in like the next one over. Right. So, there's also killers on the bail next to you on bail. Number yeah. Two, and, right? and yeah. And Gillingham's right next door too. He's over there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody's kind of right there. Um, so it makes it really interesting, you know, to shoot. <laughs> that, that's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, uh, you know, shooting on the line when I got there, I, I was over at the practicing on, this is on Sunday, right? Uh-huh. So Sunday morning, because we shot at 930 on Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, I'd gotten up and went and had breakfast and uh, went over and went to the practice range and just, just to shoot. You know, I wasn't worried about shooting like, I got to get in X amount of arrows. It was just like, I just need to shoot, just to shoot, just to loosen things up and just see that everything's hitting where it needs to hit and call it good. Cause I don't really change. I wasn't changing my sight uh, stuff in the practice range because it was different lighting, mm-hmm. different. Everything was a little bit different in that room. Right. You're, you were in the, set for the arena. So you're leaving my, it for the arena. Yeah. So I was just leaving it. So it was like, if it's hitting high, right. So be it. It's hitting high, right. But it, as long as they're consistently hitting there, good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I left, I thought, okay, I better go over and, uh, get down there and I'll get down there kind of early that way, you know, cause you can put your target where you want to on the bail when you get there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be late. I want to make sure I get there in time. Well, when I get down there, the other two guys have already got their targets up <laughs> on the bail and they're starting on the top. And I was like, all right. Well, I, said, I, I was kind of thinking well, it'd be nice if I could start on the top. <laughs> so the transition, you just go down, you know, you just naturally you just relax yeah. a little bit more. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. But when I get there, these two guys are on the top. I was like, well, I guess I don't get my top position, so I guess I'm starting on the bottom, which was fine. I was like, whatever. I, I, I have to shoot them both, so who cares, right? And uh, so then we get down there. So it just so happens that I'm on the bottom, and Tim also shows up at the same time. So him and I are both on the bottom. So we're side by side. He's on my left. I'm on the I'm standing on his right. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I guess we're going to know what how each other are doing oh because – God. Yeah. We're, we're standing right next to each other now. You're so. shooting shoulder to shoulder with your competition. <laughs> That's right. You know, and, and and not to take anything away from the other guys, because the other guys are, are one point behind. They're Correct. just right there. Correct. Right. I mean, so it's not like it's not like there's a huge gap where it's like just Tim and I and yeah. we're all by ourselves. If if we screw up, you know, it ain't gonna make a difference. It just takes one mistake to open the door for those guys to That's it. To Walt. That's in. it. Yeah, because I mean those guys were they were shooting. I mean they were they were doing well. They were doing very well. Mm-hmm. So um, we uh, said, all right, well, here we go. So, you know, we all introduced each other, you know, to each other and had a good time. And, uh, yeah. So let me it, ask Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. 
I'll save. Well, it, I'm just saying it was it was like you know we introduced ourselves to each other because I didn't know I had first time I met Randy, super nice guy, Randy Morocco. Met him uh, and Tim. You know, we chatted for just a bit while we were there, and then Lynn was the other guy, uh, coach. Coach, I think is how you say his name. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Po- coach is how you say. It. Like I said, I just met these guys. And then Gillingham was there, and George Riles was standing. I was shooting next to George Riles. He was on the bail with us, too. I mean, the next bail next to us. Whoa. So, uh, you know, there was some heavy hitters there, right? Yeah. And uh, so made things real, real interesting. <laughs> Wait, you said interesting to me. Well, because shit your you pants, have to shit your pants worthy is what I call it. Well, that's the thing is you have to figure out, okay, how am I, how am I going to deal with this new feeling? <laughs> this series of okay? variables, the new tax yeah, on pressure. This, this new feeling that I have now that, that I, you can't, uh, you can't duplicate it. I can't duplicate it by shooting with, I mean, uh, you guys shoot great. All right, but this is a whole different ball game right oh, here. Oh, dude, right? this is beyond great, so, dude. <laughs> this is this is like okay. How am I gonna? How there's no way to for me to say okay. Well, I've done this before because I had not done this before. Correct. So I was like, all right, we're gonna deal with this. How are we gonna deal with this? We're gonna run our program. We're just gonna do what we've been doing. We're just mm-hmm. gonna shoot. Okay. And we, you know, we already we reached our goal yesterday. I'm thinking to myself, this is on Sunday. I'm thinking, okay, we reached our goal yesterday that we were gonna shoot a 300. And my next goal was to see if I could shoot a 300 again. I was like, that was my goal that was following up my first goal, was if I could shoot two 300s back-to-back in Vegas. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, this is what we're going to do. So I was back into the thing where I I remember I walked up to the line, first practice in, and uh, I think I shot a nine on the first practice in. (laughs) And uh, I was like, okay, well, I guess guess we're going (laughs) to. We're gonna have a nine out there, but I was like, at least it was practice in, so we're gonna yeah. call it good. You got that, right? out, of your, got that out of your just, system. Yeah. I got that out of the way, yeah. right? So then zeroed back in, got a couple of X's, called it good. I'm like, okay, you know. And then first scoring in, we walk up there, and I just said, all right, run your program, and I did it. I was like, count to seven. Where's my tunnel? There it is. Feel, you know, going through everything in my head. There's a bow. Everything feels right. You know, I feel my shoulders drop. Everything goes to where they need to go. Everything's setting the pins moving the way it's supposed to, which, you know, it's just floating around there, just doing its thing. Pull, go, boom. And it goes off. Boom. Got a 10. It's like, okay, got one out of the way. All right, let's do another one. And that was the way I did it. I just did one of each one of them at a time, one One at a time, one shot at a time, one shot at a time. I didn't Mm -hmm. think about, I got to get this one to get the next one. It was just get this one out of the way. Then we'll move on. Uh And, uh, and it was doing great, but at the, still at the same time, you know, you're shooting right next to your competition that you know, so it's hard not to notice, especially because I was, I was keeping score. We're all keeping score, so we're all walking up, right? So I think it was the fourth end. I think it was the fourth end, and Tim shot a nine. And when he did that, we walked up and scored, and I saw it because I, I don't look at his target. I can't. I'm not looking. I'm looking at mine the whole time, whether I'm shooting. Uh huh. So when we walked up, and I saw that he shot a nine. In my head, I was like, "All right. So if we can just hit tens the rest of the way out, 
sounds easy enough, right? <laughs> if we can just hit, we, if we can just hit tens all the way out, we can we can win this thing. And so let me ask, Mark, um, on the lead up to that, were you guys talking and joking around between ends, or were you guys all just focused on what you were doing? We were we were light chatting. Okay. Actually, Tim would walk off the line. He would go back behind the line. I would. I was sitting in one of the chairs, so I was kind of bullshitting with uh, George Ryle was standing next to me, and and Tim Gillingham were there. So I would because we would all go up and shoot together. But Tim would kind of walk back behind. Tim Addis would walk behind the the line, mm-hmm. and probably just to stay in his own zone, which is fine. I mean, uh-huh. you don't. You know, people want to. That's if that's their program, let them run it. You know, yeah. you don't want to get to their face and bother them. So, um, so we were most of the time. I was just kind of sitting there, just kind of. You know, watching the show, really just kind of just, you know, hanging out. And uh, so, but yeah, once, yeah, once he, once he, when he dropped that, that's when my whole mindset kind of things got ratcheted up just a little bit. That's what I was going to ask. Mark, this year, you know, we shot together a whole bunch of indoor events this year. I was put in that same situation, I'm going to say like three or four times, and I fucked it up, I think, every single time. Whereas the other guy drops a nine, and then I think, okay, I just got to, you know, who cares about X's? Just hit tens here out. Yeah. And I I think I dropped a nine every single time that happened to me this year. Um, so let me ask, like you, you you even said, things got ratcheted up. The intensity went got turned to 11 real quick, right? Oh, real quick, real quick. <laughs> real And that was on the N4. So you still had, you know... 18 more arrows to shoot. Oh yeah. No, there was a lot of there was a lot of game to be played yet. That was a thing. <laughs> there's a lot of arrows. <laughs> yeah. That's there's there, there was still a lot of time to 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 not do things right. But but that was part of it too, Wendell, is I never the one thing I I told myself not to do. I mean, I could tell you this like after and I told other people this after was, you know, all I had to do was not miss, right? Mm-hmm. I can say that now. But I never let that. I never said those words in my head while I was there. Right. I never said, "Don't miss." Right. I've read in the, uh, not to cut you off, but I've read in the uh, with winning in mind that that's a big no-no. Yeah. To don't say those words. Don't say you know you can't miss. You don't miss. You don't miss. You just mm-hmm. say, "I hit tens. I can hit a ten. Mm-hmm. I can hit a ten. You know, it's like." And it's like what Lanny says in there. It's, it's like me to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's you say, it's well, I, I, I consistently hit tens. I hit tens a lot. Let's just keep hitting tens. Right. You know, if it hits the X, that's a bonus. But let's just, let's hit tens. Right. The second you say, don't miss, you've already gone through and visualized yourself missing and saying, oh, I don't want that. But it's, oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. done, gone, run itself through your brain already. So, okay. So you, yep. I think that's crucial. I think a lot of people listening should hear, like, guys, what Mark just said is is huge. Like, if, if you if you're in high pressure shooting right there, for God's sake, don't let yourself, don't let those words enter your brain. And that whole "don't miss" bullshit needs to be kept behind a fence. Yep, you gotta you gotta you gotta focus on the good. Focus on the the things you can do, which is you know you can hit it. Mm-hmm. So you just hit it. Just. I, I hit this all the other times. Why can't I hit it? You're going to hit it now. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even think, why can't I? It's just, you're, you're going to hit it now. Right. I'm, 
I can do this. This is my program. I'm going to run my program, and it, this is what it, the outcome of at the end is a ten. That's what you want, right? That's 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 what I want. Yeah. And I was able to get through this the that fifth end, and then the switch. So then we went from bottom to top. Holy Jesus, dude! So now I'm at, I'm at the top switch, right? So I'm like, okay, well, let's just let's let's. Let's get past this switch because it's always at the turn. You know, there's always like there's always that little. Okay, we, we just <laughs> yeah. we just something's different, right? Something's we just different. move the target. Something's different. <laughs> so now we have to get past that. So we uh, we did the switch, and uh, man, I shot three clean shots. I think I, I shot like three X's. It was like just really good shots. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're good. We're good. We're just cruising right along now. I'm like, okay, we just let's just keep on moving. And I just kept going. And like I said, I knew if I just keep hitting tens, we're good. We just keep hitting tens, we're good. We got through the ninth end. I mean, I'm shooting right along, doing, you know, I'm happy with my X count because it's it's right in the, you know, low 20s, which is my average is like right around, you know, low to mid 20s anyways. So mm-hmm. I'm like, we're doing good. You know, we're, we're, we're not outside of our our norm you know we're just we're, we're in that comfort zone where we can just keep shooting and mind you i am not i'm shaking this whole time i'm <laughs> shaking i'm you know i'm having to take deep breaths at the line to try to calm my get my heart rate down you know just Mark, nice can, deep can ask, breaths. Did, at any point did you find yourself fighting your release at all or was it all was that not an issue it, that you had to deal it with it wasn't i didn't fight the release i was fighting the nerves Mm, gotcha. And the, what the nerves would do is they would get my sight picture bad, mm-hmm. and so I'd have to let down and start over. Gotcha. But when I shoot, so normally when I shoot, I can only afford about one letdown. You know, for the three arrows. Right. I okay. can, I can, I can do two, but if I do two, I have to rush that last shot. Uh huh. Right. So normally I, I always tell myself I can let down at least one time. You know, there's always that I can always let down. Yeah. Kind at of least one safety net almost like don't yep. worry. So I don't worry about it. You, you've got time. You can let down. Mm-hmm. And then if I do let down. Right. Which is fine because there's no reason to panic. I always have time. Because normally if I shoot my normal three arrows, if I don't let down, I'm at like I've got like 45 seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's plenty of time right so if i do have to let down then the only thing that changes in my my mind is it's like okay now we have to be just a little bit more aggressive just a little bit more aggressive with our shot just to make up for that fact that i had to let down and i may have to make up some time right right but i'm not changing the way i approach everything which is i'm still counting to seven i'm still finding my tunnel i'm still getting all settled in but I'm, I might be just a little bit on the back end. I'm pulling just a little bit harder, right. just a little bit more aggressive, not overly aggressive, just a little bit more aggressive, just to make sure that that release and everything in the back end is doing what it's supposed to do. So it'll, so it'll go off. Right. Right. Kind of front load it so that, you know, it's a higher percentage chance it's going. It's going to go. Yeah. It's going to go, but you don't want to overdo it because if you overdo it, then you're going to push it out to the one side or push it up. You know, <laughs> yeah. it goes out. It's just, it's just a minute little thing, just a little bit, just a little bit more throttle, just so that it'll go, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, so made it through, 
got to the tenth end. All right, you're on the tenth end here. So I'm on the tenth end at the end, right? And I'm on the top target, so I'm shooting last, right? Uh huh. Because you know the bottom starts yeah, first. Yeah, bottom first, right? So I'm standing at the line, and I'm I'm looking at the clock, and the guys are up there; they're getting done. And, you know, there's probably 30 seconds left on the clock of the first line's time. And I stand up because, I, you know, I stand up. I'm like, okay, I got to get up. I got to start yeah. walking up towards the line, get my bow, get all settled because the line's going to clear. And I'm going to want to be able to step right up and get into it. Yeah. I look over my shoulder and all these flipping people start walking around behind me. <laughs> right. All the other senior pros and stuff like that, are, they're coming right. around. And I and I just I happened to notice it. I just looked over and I went, "Well, this this is <laughs> this is this is uh, this is interesting." Oh shit! Uh, right? And then I look over, and here comes Keith Trail, who I've never met in my life. Keith Trail walks straight up to me, and dub put his our hands up like double fisted, looks at me, and he goes, "You got this." Right? Just looks at me and he says, "You got this." That's so cool. And I, I nodded back to him. And I'm like, thanks. And then I turn around and look at the line, and I'm like, holy crap. Okay, so now everybody's here watching. And Keith Trail's telling me I got this. So let's get this. You know, let's let's do this. Uh-huh. So I step up to the line, and I'm taking some extra deep breaths, trying to get myself to calm down. Because now, I mean, the nerves are really there. Everything's shaking. Everything is, is like ratcheting way up and the buzzer goes off. I do my count. I get my tunnel. I control and I'm, I'm holding and my sight pictures, it's moving, but it's still staying where it needs, you know, it's, it's not to the point where I'm like, Oh shit, it's not going to hit. It's still moving, but it's there. It breaks and I catch a 10. It wasn't, it was like half shaft 10. Right. So I'm like, all right. At least I got the ten, but hey, let's uh, let's start over and let's make a stronger shot on this next one. Mm-hmm. So went through the process again, draw back, aim, pull, perfect X, right? Center punch that thing. I'm like, awesome. Now it hit me. <laughs> one more shot. And it's fucking everything. <laughs> Everybody's behind you watching oh and waiting God. to see to see what this shot's gonna this this what what's gonna happen when you shoot this shot. Right. So let's just run our program. And again, I'm fighting those thoughts in my head. Don't think bad thoughts, think only good thoughts. You mm-hmm. can do this, you got this, this is you, this you're gonna do this. And I'm trying to just keep telling myself all this stuff in my head. And I got up there, I did my breaths, I counted to seven, I did the whole thing. Everybody, like I said, they're all standing behind me. So I'm like, I'm going to know whether I hit this or not because there's going to be a reaction. There's going to be a reaction, so I don't even have to worry about it. Just you just them. you just point that damn bow down there, and you aim, and you pull, and you make it happen. If it goes off and it hits, bam, it hits. You're going to know. If you miss, bam, you're going to know. So I drew back. I settled in on that thing, and that pin was wiggling something serious. And all I was thinking in my head was just pull, just pull, just pull, 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 go off, just pull, pull. Cause it was just, it was bouncing, but it was still there. And it finally broke. 
And like I said, I don't know what the shot looked like, it, but it hit like half shaft low in the 10, but it caught the 10 and everybody lit up that was behind me. And so obviously I knew, I was like, well, I hit, I hit it. So that's good. Right. And, uh, everybody was, you know, turns around and I'm next thing you know, they're all coming up and shaking hands and congratulating me. And, and, uh, it was a pretty surreal moment. I mean, just to feel that I had accomplished it, number one. And number two, that all of these people were actually supporting me. Yeah, I do. I the, same, the, sa the very same people that I'm competing against are there to support me and congratulate me on the fact that I had achieved that goal. You, and I giants and done it. You, yeah, all guys that we have all seen on, you know, past Vegas shoots. We see them on, you know, competition archery media. All those guys that they, actually rooting for you because I think they know yeah. the game is is you versus you in the very end. I think those those guys were probably, you know, pucker and asshole waiting to see, is this guy going to overcome, you know, you know, just to challenge himself, you know? Yeah, and, and uh, just like I said, the feeling of it, it's hard to, to, you know, explain, you know, every all the emotions that you go through and everything else. But, I mean, I was on the highest of high. Right. And just happy as could be and and my wife was there she's up in the stands which is hilarious because my wife is it does not know archery okay i mean she just knows that her husband shoots archery he really enjoys his archery game that he gets to play <laughs> his game and he's got he's got lots of he's got lots of archery friends that like to play the archery game with him so you know it's cool my husband likes to do archery and it's great and it keeps him happy so that you know it's it's fantastic so she's up in the stands. She's up in the, you know, in the stands there. And she's just, she's reading her book, but watching things. But she noticed like on that last end, when all these people started to surround me while I was shooting and she was sitting up there going, what the hell's going on down there? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I made the, finally made the last shot and people were kind of chanting, saying my name, they were up in the stands and congratulating me and everything else. And my wife's like, holy shit. I think he, I think he did. I think he won, you know, and then of course I turned and I turned and looked up to her and gave her the, you know, kind of like thumbs up, looked at her to know that she, to know that I was making eye contact with her. <laughs> and she, then she could see in my face that I did it right. That it, that uh -huh. it worked. And, uh, she's very, very happy for me. Oh, so, it's like the end of yeah. Rocky one, man. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> so, no, it was it was really good that she was there, and then like I said, and then it was the friends of mine that were there. I mean, uh, uh, Heather Heather Gore was there; she mm -hmm. was watching, and uh, and and Dave Cousins was up there in the stands, and he was there, so uh -huh. he was watching. And Tate Morgan was there; he was up there watching because Paige was shooting too, so he was watching Paige and he was watching me from mm -hmm. the stands. So I mean, he was there to congratulate me, and, and uh, yeah, so it was yeah, like I said, a, a bunch of cool people, a lot of which I had never met before in my life. <laughs> and uh and they were all there you know rooting for me and, and cheering for me and it was a fantastic feeling that's so cool man that's so cool yeah. i i can only imagine that's what you know going to heaven's like <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> that's what everyone's giving you high fives and stuff hey you did it man you did it you know yeah yeah oh, that's so cool that yeah so yeah. i i was watching the scoring app with my wife and my baby <laughs> 
and we were watching you because it was you know at that time slot it was just you to watch, and um because that scoring app was a little behind, Alan Burnetta was texting me, oh hey this is where Mark's at now, this is what Mark's doing now you know, and uh, <laughs> dude after you hit it, the Alan's text came through before this the score thing kicked off and. Oh, wife was jump. My wife was jumping up and down, man. It was amazing. I was trying to get my kid on video saying, "Yay, Mark!" You know, and uh, oh, it was just awesome, dude. We we were celebrating, and uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was fucking nervous for you, man. You know? Oh, it was. I, I like I said, I think I, I posted that on one of the little my little Facebook thing. Was I didn't realize how many folks at home were watching mm. because if I'd have known. I probably would have even been more nervous, <laughs> uh, because like you know, like I, you know, you, you, I realize that you know, like you and you know, other folks are watching. But uh, when when I did it, my phone just blew up, lit up. It right. just blew up, right? And thankfully, I didn't have it in my pocket. It was still on the table, but it just blew up, right? <laughs> from just from like friends, crazy, yeah, just from friends that weren't there that were back home that happened to be watching, you know, were following along. Hell yeah, man. and uh, and and they were there for support, and uh, you know even uh, <laughs> Doug Rosin told me, which it kind of it's funny, you know Doug was you know he's retired uh, uh, officer, police, you know right, so law enforcement. He said that he felt more nervous watching my scores at home, waiting to see how it was going to work, than he did when he was getting shot at at work because he was trained to deal with that shit. But he wasn't trained to deal with this. <laughs> uh, oh man, no, I, I feel it. I feel it. I can't remember what my wife was talking about during the last, you know, during that last couple ends that you shot because I just couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I, was, I was zoned in, man, and it was, oh, dude. I can tell you, Mark. I, I think all your friends can also say this: that, dude, what you did wasn't just great for you it was great for all of us you know what i mean like you literally gave all of us a gift also and it was well, uh, just fucking awesome dude <laughs> well good i if anything what i hope what i hope people get out of if if anything is other folks see that it's it's totally possible you can do it right it's any dog's day you can egg. do it you can do it yeah i mean I've shot with a, you know, I, all the shoots that we've shot, you know, that I've shot with you and mm-hmm. and Caleb and and Alan and and Rudy and you know Austin and you know Randall, all the guys that we shoot with, right? Anybody could do this. Well, yes, but man, I tell you, uh, okay. So before all you guys shot, before Friday came around. Yeah, I was talking to Rudy on the phone, and we were talking. At, we, you know, I was talking to Rudy Sandoval, and we were talking about who we thought had the best shot. You know, and uh, I, you know, all the usual names that we talk about. I, I told Rudy, you know, I don't think they have their head in the right spot. They look at the mental, you know, the mental game is not where it needs to be. Until we came to you, and I said, you know, on any given day, Mark's going for blood, no matter what. You know, there's no your mental game is always, always the same. You know, e- even um, when we shot State Field, right? You had your center serving came undone. You still went out there, and everyone was still pissing their pants because they were, <laughs> they all knew that you know 
you know what you're doing. You're going out there. You're going to run the program. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, you throw in all our names out with guys that you shoot with. But I think it should be known that you, you shoot, you know, when the time comes to shoot under pressure or, or big nationals, you stand on the line with, with big names. You know, you, you've done it before. You shot didn't you shot side by side with Broadwater, right? At uh, break the barriers. Break the barriers. Yeah, we we usually end up shooting together, and yeah, I was well, I was holding my own with him there for quite some time. I, yes, I was. I remember. Yep, I remember. But you know, then you know things kind of broke down a little bit on my end, and it kind of fell apart. But but you know, still, it's uh, it's fun to I, I, it's fun to mix it up with those guys. Uh, you know, and 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 they're all good people. That's the thing is, you can talk to them all. Uh-huh. It's not like they're they're standing around there and they're just you know, you know, being assholes, being ass, yeah, and not, <laughs> and not talking to you. If you want to talk to them, they'll talk to you. I mean, don't don't talk to them when they're actively shooting, but you can talk to them when they're sitting there, sitting around. You can sit and bullshit. Yeah, there's so there's video footage of you shooting next to uh, uh, Broadwater on your social media on your Facebook page. If anyone wants to check that out. You should get, go find and friend Mark Rubio on Facebook. I'm sure you got a million friend ads in the last two weeks, huh? I have gotten a few, actually. That's true. I have, <laughs> I have gotten a few. Hey, Mark, have you got any people that are like, hey, Mark, uh, can I borrow a couple hundred dollars? Can I borrow a thousand dollars, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the big joke. After you won that, I called Rudy Sandoval, and I was like, I'm going to ask him for a thousand dollars. But so I went on your social media, Mark, to find. Um, cause it, okay, when you won, right? When you won Vegas, I got really stoned and I did a really happy, like, yeah, you know, little podcast, 20, 20 minute podcast. But I was so stoned that I, I had butchered all the other information. You, you winning was the only thing I got right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, one of my friends had said, hey, you know, when you interview Mark, Figure out all his accomplishments and get the dates right, get his scores right, and, you know, give us a list of the stuff that he's done. And I went through your social media, and, dude, you are terrible at posting your accomplishments. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I suck at that. (laughs) You do not – you are not a brag. You know, you don't go out there and – even on social media, it's like a – it's what you're supposed to do is brag, but even there – Heather Gore does most of your bragging for you. <laughs> I think ninety percent of your social media posts are hers that she's tagged in. Um, yeah, she's good for that. she's good for that. But yeah, you're right. I don't I don't post a lot on there because, and I don't know why. It's just a you know what? I don't know, Mark. I I've heard it said before that um a good competitor doesn't talk about themselves. Other people talk about them, you know. True, and I yeah. think you you definitely fit the bill for that. And uh, you know, I'm just one of a whole handful of people <laughs> that definitely talk about you, man. And uh, oh, it was just awesome, dude. What you did was nothing short of awesome. It's hey, the one thing is, is that I'll, I'll never forget it. I guarantee you that. Oh yeah, no uh, way. No way. I mean, it's it's something that, you know, I thought, you know, I talked about, you know, while I was, you know, practicing and going to these shoots with you guys and everything else, thinking to myself, I can do this. If I, if I, if Hell I, yeah. Hell if yeah. I can get to Vegas, I can do this. I can, I can do this. It's something I could do. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, and I've never been a huge fan of indoor. And I, I'm still not. Like, you love indoor. I'm not the hugest fan of indoor. <laughs> Even with the Vegas win, I'm still not the hugest fan of indoor. Well, you say I, that like, I do uh, it. You say that like I'm well, autistic or something. What, what, you, well, <laughs> what are you trying to say? But, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I do it because it's fun. I uh-huh. still have fun yeah. because the challenge is there. And, I mean, the challenge is that, you know, trying to shoot perfect games is – I mean, that's, that's a huge challenge. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, shooting a 300 period, I think is, is fantastic. I don't, you know, these guys that are shooting 29 and 30 X 300s, like on the regular, that's crazy. I mean, those guys, those guys, there's something super special about them guys, right? Well, hey, let's not not sell yourself short here. I mean, you hold a national record for field archery. Well... Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think it should but, be known that for the NFA, you hold the national record on a field target or on the uh, the field side for field. Target. Let me ask, did you ever think it was going to get better than that? Hold the national have uh, your name <laughs> in the record books. Uh, well, I'd always hoped it would. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's something. You know, I mean, I'm always trying to do something better. It's, at least I'm trying. Right. You know, and if everything's if I if I can keep my head in the game, it, it works out. I mean, case in point with. Vegas, you know, but I was able to stay focused and 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 soldier through, so to speak. Yeah, you're never a guy that rests on your accomplishments. It's never been like, ah, oh, well, I did that. I can, I can take it easy for a little bit, and you know, I, I don't shoot bow it, hunter it, class it, or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever stop shooting. I love that, I mean, dude. I I, love I, that. I don't think I think the only reason I would stop shooting is because I can't do it anymore because of old age or. I'm broken. Nah, you'll right? find a way. I, they had a hundred-year-old guy shooting in Vegas. You, this is true. I, I I saw that and I was like, that could be me. I mean, because I I just enjoy it and yeah. I'll shoot and I'll, I'll just keep shooting, yeah. you know, and I'll have fun with it because I enjoy it and I enjoy the people. Like I say, it's it's fun to you know talking with the people and seeing all the folks and they're they're doing the same thing that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's easy to communicate with them because hell, we're doing the same. We're we're, we're enjoying the same stuff. Yeah, I, I always say it's like we all share a similar form of self-expression, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I would I you know I don't want to go too far back, but when you were, you know, when the pressure's kind of mounting and you had all these big names watching you, and you're kind of noticing, you know, and you're like, oh boy, you know, like this is, <laughs> this is new. You were really. At, at no point did that turn to like gripping fear, or did it? Was it? Um, were you just able to spin it into okay? Well, let's see, you know, let's see how this goes now. Well, I I, I don't know that it was fear because I wasn't scared because I'm not scared to shoot the bow and I'm not scared to hit the spot. Uh-huh. So there's no fear involved. Mm-hmm. It's but what it is is just the excitement level is raised mm-hmm. because the outcome now seems like if you do it, it means more. Right. Yeah. So it's just a higher point value to it. You know, where it was a 10 before now it's now it's an 11. Right. Or it's a 12. Right. It just seems like it's it's worth more now because there's there's more on the line. But it's not a it's not a fear thing. At least I don't feel it as a fear thing. Right. Right. But it definitely gets my I, I get nervous. Right. My nervous and it's not nervous for fear. It's just I'm excited. Yeah. Nervous. Like out of excitement. Your heart. 
your heart rate's up, you're shaking because your heart rate's up, you know, your, your breathing is, you know, a little bit faster, you know, and you just have to try to, which I think, you know, like when I was trying to work through it, it was, I was just trying to manage that. I was just trying to manage it in my mind and say, all right, you're going to be a little excited, but you can still hit, you're still going to hit the spot. You're still going to hit, you're still going to aim, you're still going to run your program. You're going to, let's make this work. Damn. Not, oh shit, I'm nervous. I'm going to fail. It's, right. oh shit, I'm nervous. Let's make this work. Let's, let's figure out how to work with this and, 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 and succeed. Have you always been like that, Mark? Or is that just come with years of competing or? Oh no, I think it, I think, you know, I'm, I think early on when I was, when I was doing it and, and, uh, I wasn't succeeding because I was letting fear get in the way and I was not staying focused on the, you know, the task at hand, so to speak, which was execute a good shot. Mm-hmm. You know how to do it. You do it in practice all the time. You do it at most of the time at the tournaments. Why couldn't you do it now when you're feeling, you know, more excited and everything else? Do you think why also? Wouldn't, oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I was just saying, why wouldn't you be able to do it? Right. You know why? That's that's me. I'm thinking I can do this. There's no, no there's no reason why you shouldn't. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do it. Yes, I'm shaking, but the the bow's gonna the bow aims. I know it aims good. Just focus on where you want it to go. And pull, do your shot, and, and let it happen. Do you think the, you know, you said, I'm always going to do this. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that helps mitigate that fear or, or you know, the, the thought of fear? Because I know a lot of people get scared because they think, this is my moment. You know, this is, this is my only moment to shine here. You know, it, yeah. does that play into it at all? Or, or is that really just not even a... A but see, I don't. Th- but I don't think of it like that. I don't think of it like this is my moment. This is the only. This is my. This is my five minutes of fame or five seconds of fame. No, uh-huh. this. If I don't, if I don't succeed this time, I'm going to next time. Right. You know, there's always next time. If I don't make it this time, I'm going to get it the next time, dude. But yeah. I'm going to try my damn. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my damnedest to get it this time. I'm not going to, you know, give up and say, uh well. You know, this is this pressure is too much and I'm too shaky and I can't hold and I, you know, blah. no, I'm going to let's work this through and figure out how to work it out. And if it doesn't work, then you'll go, OK, well, what I just did didn't work. <laughs> so next time we're in this situation, we can't do that again. we got to <laughs> do it different. Dude, I think this is a moment where I need to tell everyone that like that mindset is that is a champion's mindset. You know, and I think that is, uh, I think that's what separates you from the, you know, the rest of us, <laughs> basically. Uh, uh, well, all I, all I can say is if China invades the United States, I'm driving to Davis. <laughs> I'm going to find you <laughs> and I'm going to say, Mark, you just tell me what to do. <laughs> well, all I know is at least, at least the way I'm looking at it from, from this whole experience that I've just done and everything else that just happened is all I can think about is, Wow, if I did that, then the rest of this stuff should be easy. Yeah, who knows? Who? Wh- where does it, it? Yeah, it doesn't have to end anywhere. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, well, I did that. I was able to conquer that that hill. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's a huge mountain. At least, at least I think you know, just getting through that and the whole that is a huge mountain. 
being in the middle of that, that the, the pressure of the whole situation and everything else. I mean, it's not the, it is the senior class. I'll give it that. I'm not trying to play it. I'm not trying to play it down. I'm just saying it is a senior class. It's not what, what Chris Schaap did. That's, that was cool. major kudos. That was that cool. major kudos, dude. That dude came through and did it right. Cause I mean that, that you want to talk about stiff competition guy shooting 29 and 30 X's right. right there, right, right there. Right. Okay. But for me and what I did and, and, and everything that I was, I was able to overcome and succeed with, I'm just going to build on, I'm going to try to build on that. Yeah. That's my thought is, okay, I've done this. I felt this. I know how to deal with this. Now let's, let's, see if we can improve on whatever else we're doing. You know, so hopefully I'm thinking that this is going to improve on my future indoor games, but it's also going to improve on my outdoor game, which I enjoy so much. Yeah. I, I could totally see that being the case. And I think, um, maybe when you, you see, you know, I mean, you know what you did and I feel like that will unlock doors for you to do even more crazy, badass stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, I hope. <laughs> oh no, no! I come on. It, we know. I, I I made it perfectly clear. I think you should take a couple months off. Let the rest of us catch up, and then. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about? I got to shoot on Friday at indoor the USA Indoor Nationals. <laughs> Is that this Friday? Uh, yeah, I shoot Friday and Saturday. I shoot Friday at two, and then Saturday at uh, six thirty. Okay, so you are you not doing Spenceville? No, Spenceville's on Sunday. Are you doing that? Yeah, that's why I'm shooting Saturday. I'm shooting Friday, damn, damn. Saturday, so I can go to Spenceville on Sunday. <laughs> you know what? I mean, what's your wife gonna say? You just want, you just want a fucking fat grip of money. <laughs> she's, she, she's like, go, go. She's probably kicking your ass out the door. Go do it. Go do the thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. How? Oh, uh, dude. The the pictures of you, dude. With the Matthews jersey, the big checks and everything—that's so freaking cool, man. That was really cool. That was—it was really cool. And then I, oh, I don't have the—I don't have the checks home yet. They're—they're actually over uh, at—they're at Wilderness right now at the at Rockland because that's cool. So I—the reason they're there is because I flew to Vegas, right? Mm -hmm. So the wife and I flew down to Vegas. Well, flying home, those big checks don't fold, (laughs) right? So you can't put them in your suitcase because they don't fit the suitcase. And I don't think they would appreciate me carrying them on as carry-on. <laughs> right? So I was like, shit, I got to find I gotta find somebody that's driving home. And I was going to ask Elliot uh-huh. uh, Peters because I knew he was there with his family and stuff. I was like, oh, he's got his truck. I think he brought a trailer. So I think that, you know, or whatever, they, they got wheels. Maybe he can pack it home. And so I was going to try to hook up with him that, that night on Sunday night. But him and I actually, what's hilarious is we never saw each other. We were both in Vegas for <laughs> four days, and we never saw each other. <laughs> a lot of people there. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, there's just a crap ton of people there. Yeah. But, I mean, we had texted back and forth. And so, I, like I said, I, if I would have asked him, I'm sure he would have happily hauled him home for me. But then I run into uh, Jace, Caleb Quiocho's dad, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was talking. I was like, man, I got to find somebody that's driving home. He's like. I'm driving home. I got a big van. He's like, do you want me to take your big checks home for you? <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. And so so he's all smiles. He's like, well, I'm going to walk around with them for a while, though, at first. <laughs> just kind of carry them around. 
<laughs> People are wa- watching him walk down the <laughs> the hall, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> who was that guy? Golly. Yeah. So so he was he so Jace brought him home. Him and Caleb so they they brought him home in this big van and they dropped him off at, at, at Rockland for me. Oh, that's so, so cool, man. I just haven't ha- I haven't you know since I got back I've been back to work and you know trying to get stuff caught up on the weekends and stuff here. So uh, I, I I'll make it to Rockland probably Saturday when I go shoot over there anyway. So I'll uh, right. pick up my pick up my stuff and bring them home. And then I got to figure out, I got to put them up in the garage somewhere. So at, at work, Mark, do you have a supervisor at work or are you kind of the boss at work? No, no. I, everybody has a boss. I got a boss. Yeah. So when your boss says something you don't like now, are you still pretty like sure thing boss? Or are you <laughs> kind of like, hmm, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need I, to take this shit. <laughs> no, I, I need, I need my day job. Trust me. I need my day job. Okay. I, I, I I want to make it to retirement. I got, I got probably another, probably at least nine years, and then I can, and then I'm done. Uh, then I can retire, and, and then, then I can focus on, yeah. then I can focus on archery, yeah. and maybe I'll get better. And then those guys in the senior class then. are super fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that's, ah, dude, awesome. You know, Mark, I, the first time I interviewed you for this show, I was so nervous. And it's like I know you know we know each other, but um, oh yeah. But this time I felt not so nervous just because I'm overcome with how you know it, with how happy you know. I mean, I, have you met anyone that has not been happy yet with how everything's turned out? No, not no, I dude. No. Uh, how happy is Mike, uh, the owner of Wilderness? Because both you, oh yeah, no, and he's Caleb, happy. Oh no, both you yeah. and Caleb won your divisions, man. Yep, yep. Oh, I have a question, Mark. Did yes. Ma- did Matthews? Run up to you and throw a Matthews jersey on you for that for that final um, for the big check picture, and they 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 did not run up and throw a jersey on me. But they when I went to the booth to fill out the paperwork for the contingency stuff for the big check, the big check, uh, they said that they would much rather that I wore <laughs> their jersey. <laughs> yeah. Out there too, yeah, out there for the out there for the acceptance of the big thing. Yeah, and part of that was because of the big check that they gave. Me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, right. but I, 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 but me being who I am, I contacted Mike at Wilderness, you know, the shop owner, and because I wore I wear his jersey because I shoot for the shop. That's who I shoot for. Right. Uh, so I, you know, of course, talked to him and I was like, "Hey, man, here's the situation," and he told me he was like. You put on that other jersey, <laughs> well, I mean, and you and you collect that big check. <laughs> I, you got the wilderness jersey on with your competition archery media interview. You know all yep. the all the pictures of you next to your yep. targets. You, you know you're sporting you're sporting the shop. You're repping the shop well. That's right. That's you know? right. And uh, I don't know it's awesome. So has Matthew said anything to you about getting a yellow and black jersey with your name on it, or do you have any interest mm-hmm. in that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, uh, I I have some email correspondence going back and forth with the uh, with Derek, who's the he's the the rep, right? Or not the rep, but the he's the uh, the staff pro staff coordinator. guy. Yeah, the, yeah, he's the pro staff guy. So he's the one that I talked to. He's the one that gave me the check at the thing and gave me the shirt at the at Vegas. Oh. And uh, so I think he's just you know. There's no put it this way. There, there's not people knocking down the door. Okay, okay, but it, there's there's, I, there's I none know, of that. I know you, Mark. But, 
you wouldn't fucking break a sweat over it anyway. I know you're already thinking about the next thing, the next thing to go shoot. Well, my thing is is that, in my opinion, at least for me, the the shop has always been there for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The shops always get your back. They always got my back. Mike has always been there. Andy, Matt, everybody there at the shop. If I ever need anything, I call them. They're they're right there to help. Always there. I am super proud and happy to represent them. And I will always be happy to represent them. That's cool. So and that and 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 to me that's that means more than just, you know, hey, here here's here's a because I, I can't shoot full time. Mm-hmm. I have to work. Right. You know, it, it, you know, there there's just there's no way for me to shoot full time. Mm-hmm. So if you a lot of times if you, at least from what I've been told a lot of those bigger contracts that you get if you get through like large bow company or something like that they're going to require you to go to x number of you know national events x number of uh, you know state level events and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, you know I don't know that I could go to them all I mean I go to a lot of shoots but they're mostly here in California which you know what is the national shoots that I go to here are going to be the break the barriers one this year mm-hmm. Reading and of course they're going to have outdoor nationals this in Darrington this year, so sign me up. I'm going to Darrington <laughs> because I love that place. That place is awesome. Fucking killer, dude. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm going to go to that. So there's three, there's three national events that I'm going to be going. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, everything else is you know the local stuff that we that we hit. You shoot a lot of local stuff though you know i think yeah because it's 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 like an hour and a half from my house Most, I, all those places i go to they're like an hour and a half away i know you though but you drive you'll drive five hours you know what i mean i mean local well, doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean local for you know for a competitive shooter in california local means you know maybe not all the way to san diego but pretty damn close yeah I mean you know, Fresno. Yeah, yeah. I mean we're going to we're going to be going down to Woodlake for you know first outlaw. So yeah, that's a little further. Yeah, but I mean shit. I I think the outlaw schedule is pretty awesome. Personally, I, I you know I, no matter what you made the schedule, what you guys are going to make the schedule, someone's going to say something. But I am well, happy to yeah. see all the outlaws in California because I think you will get a higher participation of California shooters. We hope so. Man. We hope so. I mean, like I said, you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's different now. Uh, the outlaw thing is a little bit different. There's some new, so some new blood running it, so to speak, right? So you know, mm-hmm. Randy Long and I and Tommy and Ben are are basically running the whole show now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Randy Tucker and Heather kind of step step back from it all. Mm-hmm. So we went through, and I, those of you that are listening and do the outlaw stuff and. And one of them knows is, you know, the rules. There was some changes to the rules just to kind of clean them up a little bit and trying to just streamline things so that it's a little bit easier to run and a little bit easier to manage. Um, and, uh, you know, we're trying to – right now Randy's working on some, like, uh, online registration type stuff so we can try to get that taken care of so we don't have to do everything the morning of. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're doing things different in terms of having – a instead of having just a, um, a single sponsor, like the way they used to do it was like Hoyt was like the title sponsor. Mm-hmm. Now now we're trying to go back to the shops because, like I said, the shops are what 
keep things running, you know, in those local shops. So right. like for instance, for Woodlake, the spot archery is going to be the quote unquote title sponsor for the oh, Woodlake shoot. That's interesting. So they're, 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 they're giving us some money to help cover costs for, you know, scorecards and, and insurance and stuff like that. Cause all that kind of stuff we need to have mm-hmm. in order to run these things. Right. And then there's, there's going to be a little bit money left over, which we're still trying to figure out exactly what to do with what the idea was. We, I was hoping to have a money dot, but it doesn't really work into the whole Woodlake system, but mm-hmm. it would work into, it will definitely work into the Nevada city and the Lodi one. So we should be able to have a money dot on, on those two different shoots because the Is outlaw it- shoots, the outlaw shoots on a different course. Uh-huh. You know, than everybody else on what on the second day or the first day or whatever. Mark, is so a, we'll have like is the money dot like what they used to do up in Oregon where they exactly okay. something like that. So we'll have like a tiny ring in the spot out at whatever eighty yards or whatever, and whoever can get an arrow in that, you know, it might be one guy, it might be ten guys. Yeah, your name they'll, goes in they'll, the book. They'll split the pot. They'll split the pot. Gotcha. Or we'll or if or we'll have a shoot off between those 10 guys to see who can get closer to the center or, you know, or something like that. Yeah. We're just trying to, just trying to make it, you know, just trying to help promote the shop. And that's another way that we can put up their banner and say, Hey, look, you know, these guys are here. They're supporting us and they're supporting you guys for shooting. They're giving something back, you know, appreciate them by, you know, giving them your business when you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. Type of thing. Right. You know, because I think it's important, you know, and it's not just, uh, you know, and, and, it just happens that those guys are the local guys on that area. But, you know, it means the same thing for all the shops in California. Right. So just like like pedal, like West Coast Archers or, you know, over there or uh, Fat Shafts, you know, those kind of guys. They Everybody needs business, you yeah. know, because that's, that's what keeps them going. Yeah. And if we didn't have those shops here, there's so much stuff that we're going to miss out on. Yeah, it sure makes it sound like it's easy. Oh, well, we can just call Lancaster and just order stuff from Lancaster and get it here, you know, in a couple of days. But if you don't know how to work on your own stuff and you don't know how to take care of your own stuff, those shops are invaluable. Yeah. At the end of the day, those shops are the thing that uphold, ultimately uphold the sport. Yep. Yep. You know, I I agree with you 100% on that. And uh, I don't know, that's pretty cool. You know, returning to the shop, the shops, you know, I mean, in turn, Outlaw Archers is now supporting the shops also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's I say. That's all we're trying to do. And we're just, you know, because that's all Outlaw. We're just trying to promote archery. That's all. The, that's what it's all about. It's just so that people want to come out and shoot and have an enjoyable time. And there's some competition involved. There's a chance you could win a few bucks or there's a chance you could lose a few bucks. It's 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 gambling in a sense. Right. But but still, it's fun. You I, lo- hang I out. love it. I love it. Yeah. The, you know, throwing money on the line changes the game. That it does. You know, uh, and God damn it. She, even shooting indoor this year, man. Uh, she, <laughs> the, the, the Todd Hawkins shoot. There's so much money getting thrown around that shoot. I had never been yep. more nervous. <laughs> I yeah. was so nervous shooting against you guys just because it was like the, the numb. I don't know. The, the pot was just too sweet, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I mean, you could just there's all kinds of ways to, to at that shoot. Anyways, that's the way Todd always ran it. Was you know, it gives people more opportunities to have a little piece of the pie, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
none of us are going to make a living off of this stuff. I like that about the way Todd set that shoot up was so that everybody could feel like they could get a piece of it. Yep. You know? Yeah. And, and that makes it really fun for a lot of people. That's it. I think it does. You know, there's some people that poo poo the idea that like, Oh no, we should only pay the top shooters and you know, the top three places or, you know, but in my opinion, pay as deep as we can pay yeah. because that, you know, it pay as deep as you can get down to where at least the last person that gets paid gets his money back. At very right? least, right? Yeah. Yeah, at least gets his money back. Whatever his entry fee was, he gets it back. Yeah. Because then that you know, guy or goes. She, he or she or whatever. Right? That guy goes. Yeah, or gal goes, ooh, the next one, maybe I get up a point. Maybe I get up a point, yeah. you know. Exactly. <laughs> or that or that person that just missed the spot was like, damn it. If I had just, you know, shot one point better, I could have gotten my money back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was right there. You I know, was there. That, that's what I their, was close. That's what their story could be for until the next one. That's right. So, so we'll see how it goes. But outlaw season's coming. Right? Yeah, I know. So it, it's it'll be here before you know it because I mean it's it's already halfway through February. Oh, man, you know I wish I could shoot it this year, but um, I'm gonna definitely have people plugged in so I can I can cover it remotely and uh, <laughs> you know help promote it a little bit. Uh, I am gonna get to. I just got. You know, wifey said if I build her a fence uh, this weekend, I can shoot the break the barrier shoot with you uh, or against you. <laughs> oh, well, you won't be against me. I'll be in the old guy class. Ah, that's bullshit. Oh, man. Well, man, Mark, I, you know, I wanted to ask you about your gear. I, I just want to ask. Um, I mean, we covered, you know, we know you shoot a Matthews bow. You're shooting. Uh, was it um, 38? That's the 38 G2. Yep. yep. The, the Gen 2 38. And uh, what do I got on there? I was shooting a blade rest. Not shooting a drop away. I was shooting a big, and I was shooting the wide blade, mm -hmm. wide 10 blade, uh, trophy taker, just regular old trophy taker, wide blade uh, rest. Uh, what I have? I got triple X's on there yep. with 150, 150 grains up front, nice. and they're, they're cut short, maybe about an inch in front of the rest. All right. Is that Tim Gillingham? So, Tim Gillingham uh, special kind of, or is it Kyle, like yeah, Kyle Douglas? Yeah. Kyle Douglas. Yeah, yeah, just short. I mean, they seem to work. they they work. You know, uh, so that's what I was running with. Uh, just three fletch on it. Mm -hmm. Pretty hard helical. Um, and then the sight is just uh, just happened to be the sh I was just shooting my Sherlock sight. Yeah, from like the, it was the one that from the eighties, yeah, right? Isn't it from the eighties. Yes, well, I don't know if it's from the '80s. I think I bought it. I didn't buy it in the '80s, but it's 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 a Sherlock. It's just a Sherlock Supreme, um, with the uh, and it had the. But I had the four power. I wanted it because I wanted the four power lens. It was with it, so I, I that's why I ended up using that one instead of my Excel sight because it the thing would I would have had to take all kinds of shit apart to make it work, and I didn't want to do that. So, so you shoot, you're shooting a four power indoors. I was shooting a four power indoors. Yeah. Wow. And and I got a big dot. And I got a big ass dot on there, so it covers most all of the yellow. Wow! I mean, it just it just gives me just a hint of yellow around. But but what that does for me, and what it does, what it will do for other people is the the bigger the dot, the less perceived movement mm -hmm. you see because it it's so big it doesn't look like it's moving as much. Whereas if you have a really tiny dot, it'll look like it's moving a lot, even though it might only be moving the same as that big dot. It'll just look like it's more busy because mm -hmm. it's, it might be bouncing around a little bit more. And 
for some people that, you know, that shoot at hands or have, you know, that need to work through a shot and let it kind of happen where you're just pulling through and letting it rotate and come around and do its thing. The less perceived movement you have, the more relaxed you'll be so that you can actually get the shot to go off. Uh huh. Whereas if you see it, I mean, but some people do like a busy sight picture. Right. <clears throat> right. But I, for I, I me, I like it. Yeah. For me, I like a little bit, just, just a nice, even, you know, it's doing this little, you know, back and forth and up and down and maybe figure eights or whatever the hell it might be doing. But it's, it's just, it's consistently just doing this, this little thing. Uh-huh. Whereas if I have a little dot, man, I'm, I'm really like, Oh, it's not, it's not in the middle. Oh, it's not in the middle. Oh, it's not in the middle. Oh, it's right. not in the middle. And so, so, you know, my arm is trying to aim too much instead of just letting it kind of float around. Right. Then your attention gets diverted away from your release hand. Exactly. Into yeah, uh, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I I've also heard the big dot helps for people that battle getting sucked into holes. You know, yes. Maybe they start to get a couple edgy holes, and then they're hitting a whole bunch of edgy stuff after that. Yep. Yep. It's you know, like I said, and it's all it's one of those things that everybody has to just try it, see uh-huh. if it works for them. It's it, and it's it's simple as putting a dot on your lens. So it's not that hard to do. You just go buy a little packet of dots and uh-huh. you just try different sizes you know and, and just try it and if you don't like it just peel it off and put on the next size yeah you know yeah just try it and see how it works because like i said i've gone through having this little small one all the way up to this giant ginormous one that i have and i've also gone to eight power with a giant even bigger one you know <laughs> thinking well if i then i can it looks even closer but then it just seems like it moves more it yes. seemed like the four power was it was working fine so that's cool. Just, I, just I am run with that. very tempted to try a four power because you're you're not alone as far as guys that you know can throw down some scores with a four power. You know, yeah. I know, like like Bodie Turner shoots a four power. You know, and uh, so that tells me you know it, it's not doesn't have to be all up close. No, it doesn't have to be. But there's a lot of people that like it that way. So like I say, it's all about preference. It's just what what looks good and what feels good to you. So True. Yeah. that's we that's what you got to try. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I are you think shooting? That, uh, are you shooting B stinger bars? Yeah, I got B stinger bars. I think it's the uh, one in the front. Like I think I got a thirty in the front, a twelve in the back, and I think the front has nine. I think I got nine ounces on the front, and I think I got eighteen on the back. Ooh, all right. It seems like a little. And more it's than just I and it's yeah. I think it's like eighteen. I, it's, uh-huh. yeah, I think it's eighteen. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm running a little bit more up front just from last year late late in the year last year i kind of add a little more weight to my bow and it's just kind of stuck now nice nice so, if you can hold it why not why the hell yeah not? that's what i say just 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 rip through it and go all right mark i got one more question for you okay this will be a um mark rubio another gift for all the listeners uh you know mark being a, a i'm gonna say you're a field archery i don't want to say specialist but you're an assassin at field archery and I don't know what you would call, you know, what you would say that your strong discipline is. You, I I would guess you'd safari, right? So what you'd call yourself, or you call yourself a field archer, first and um, foremost. Or is that a stupid question? Is that dumb? No, 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 it's not. I, I mean, I I I I am outdoor guy, mm-hmm. and I love safari style shooting, mm-hmm. the orange dots. Um, I do really enjoy that, but I also really do love the field archery. I love shooting the, the field archery target and the hunter face. Mm-hmm. Right. I just I like having <laughs> that X that X in the middle. I like, gives me something to look at. Yeah, the white. Yep. <laughs> With the black outer. 
Uh, but yep. dude, you you destroyed at the feet. You know when nationals came around, you destroyed at the field face, which is arguably the harder you know the harder face. If you're gonna split hairs about it, um, what my big question is, and this is for other people because a bunch of people are gonna wonder how they how they're gonna set up their arrows for field archery this year or for outdoor archery, I should say. Uh, how, how are you gonna build your your pierce tours for for outdoor this year? The same as I always do. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, which is they're, they're, okay. So they're so my draw length mm-hmm. is twenty seven and a half. Mm-hmm. My arrows are cut carbon to carbon, twenty seven and a half. Mm-hmm. All right, so that just means that they're going to stick over the rest because the rest is behind the burger buttonhole, right? So the, uh-huh. the arrows stick up front. I'm going to have one hundred and twenty grains up front, and I'll have like about a degree or two degrees offset on my veins in the back uh-huh. and i haven't decided last year i ran the aae max veins uh-huh. which i liked them uh they were a little harder for me to get to stick that's what i'm going ha- i'm going through I, that right now <laughs> well the aae max from what i hear and nothing bad about them i'm not gonna say anything bad about them because they're, they're good veins it's the prep uh-huh. it's because we're, we're being lazy in our prep uh-huh. and that's what it is now, if you get the AAE hybrid, which I think is similar to the Max, we can be lazy in the prep and they'll stick better. Okay. Because there's something about the the, 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 the foot or whatever the, that you don't have to do the extra application. You can just glue them and stick them. Okay. These AAE Max veins, you actually need to have that, you know, the 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 little pre-pencil. Yeah, the uh, little prep pen. The prep pan, that's it. I couldn't think of the name of it. The yeah. prep pan and use the right glue, and I think they want you to use that AAE Max glue that sticks better, that bonds better to that foot. Because I normally just use tip grip for okay. all of my stuff. So I use tip grip on everything. Now, I was using the pin on on those, but I had some issues with them not sticking very well. And I use a Bits and Burger clamp, uh-huh. um, and I make sure that thing's you know set right so that it would stick. But I did have some issues with the AAE Max. But... Again, I think that's my being not prepping it properly. When you say set right so it'll stick, you mean like nice flat contact? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm yeah. I'm I'm sitting there with a flashlight and I'm looking to make sure that the vein is all the way down. You know, before I even put glue on there, and I'm yeah. setting it up with the you know getting my angle right and the arrow set up in the vision burger so that I know that when I put that clamp on and I set that vein in with glue, it's full contact all the way across up and down either end it's not hanging off of one side or half off the other side right 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 okay okay it, it, I, I do the same good. i do the same yeah. <laughs> i even use a flashlight too yep oh well because that way i can see and i got my and i have my cheat and i have my freaking cheaters on too so i can see even better <laughs> Cheaters. Dude. so um but i i haven't decided whether i'm going to try the hybrids this year or if i'm going to go back to those Bonnie X veins, the X veins, dude. The only time I shot X veins is because I saw you do it. <laughs> those things are bad. I love those veins. I always go back. Then things are you stick them on there. You stick them on there, and they don't come off. Oh my god! I'm gonna. Have to, I might have some. If, if I have some, I'm gonna throw them on. Yeah, I might. I might set up another set with those. But as of right now, I still got my last year's arrows, which I'll probably shoot at Spenceville. Mm-hmm. But I have. I have a couple dozen in the garage that I need to start. Uh, that I need to cut and prep and build for you know for this year before Reading. Right. Cool. You know. Are you so. shooting uh, the team event in Reading? Oh, for sure. Who's your partner? 
uh, Doug Rosin. Ooh, Doug Rosin. Awesome, awesome. Who's your partner for We're Breaking Barriers? We, we will we will be shooting we will be shooting in the senior money class. Ooh, all right, nice. Yeah, Very so we'll nice. be in the senior the senior team the senior team and senior money class. I think I'll allow it. I think I'll allow that. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah I won't have to deal then, with, I won't have to deal with you guys. Yeah, and then break the barriers. It will be Tommy and I, like always. Sweet, Tommy Daly. Tommy Daly. Yep, Tommy Daly Jr. Him and I will shoot together. At break the barriers because we'll also be doing the help running the team event there. Sweet. Although this, you know, this year it is a national tournament. Mm-hmm. Break the barriers. So that's pretty cool that it's that it's you know NFA nationals. Yep. Three one arrow three D nationals. I don't know that they have it set for the team part as nationals. I think that's going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. But I think they are going to incorporate the team, the team part of it into an actual national title as well. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I'm excited. I'll definitely be able to see you guys. I I'm already uh, getting ready to buy the lumber for this fence so I can. Come play with you guys. Come break the barriers. There you go. So. Get to work on that fence. Keep the <laughs> wife happy. <laughs> Will do, man. Mark, <laughs> thanks for taking the time to uh, talk to us, man. Yep, no problem. I, dude, I'm, I was so stoked. I didn't want to, like, call you and pressure you to do this, like, so quickly after. I mean, it's such a huge achievement, you know, and I knew I was going to come off sounding really gay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, just because I'm such a it, big fan. It, it's all good. I just want to, I, for every, anybody that's listening that was watching for me and, and rooting for me, thank you guys. It, uh, even though I didn't hear you, I saw it, I saw the aftermath and, uh, <laughs> it was great. And Wendell, thank you for rooting for me and your wife. Oh, dude, and, yeah. and, and Lainey, of course, you know, oh, for yeah. rooting for me too. And my little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to get her to say it on camera. She's saying it a bunch <laughs> to us, but the second you try to get some magic for a text message, she clams up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. So, I mean, I, I dude, it, it was just awesome. It was awesome, Mark. I, I, I can't say it enough. And uh, dude, I can't wait to see what else happens. You know? Yeah, me too. It's just the beginning of the year. You know what I'm Could saying? Could be. So let's let's see. Let's let's make some noise. So they say. Yeah. Well, hey, you you make the noise. I'll, I'll podcast about it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I might sandbag it a little, but <laughs> yeah, I'll podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. Yep. You take care, Wendell. We'll see you soon. Have a good night, buddy. I'll see you soon. All right. You too. All right. All right. Night.